need for words are minds speak in tongues only our bodies understand the language of a forbidden land the language of a forbidden land champagne and slow music are usual to set the mood but not tonight not tonight i have something different in store for you something different for you open the door yours to explore you hold the master key you're all i want and need i'm all yours let your clothes hit the floor been on my mind all day whatever you want it's okay i'm fresh out the shower still glistening body dripping from the water body's dripping like shaking with anticipation your skin on my skin your hands on my thighs your lips on my lips caressing me feeling your eyes you've won my body eternally no need to be discreet enter me feel me control me thrill me on my waist hold me in place i accept all of you take your time we have all night slow and steady boy please this body right overcome with emotion explosions emerge my pity is burning the sheets are so soft i'm ready for round two but i'm awakened it was just a dream Hey, 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 let me make sure I pause this so that it doesn't restart. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Hey, hey, it's your girl, Kaixi Rodriguez, aka Diamond Butterfly, and my super, super special host, T Wade. He will be joining us shortly. See, last week I had I was running behind, and so this week he is running behind. But Either way, the show is here. We were running a little bit behind, but the show is here and we are live in demand and on the spot and all of that goodness. Thank you for being here, tuning in, taking a moment out of your time. Let me share this to my page real quick. Join us. Join us, not is. Join us. We are live right now. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you for so much for being here with Sofa Chat Conversations with your host, Kaixi Rodriguez, a.k.a. Diamond Butterfly. You see what it says. And T-Wave will be in the spot very, very shortly. Like I said, he is taking care of something, wrapping up a little something very quickly. How is your 2024 been thus far? I hope that you have been blessed. I hope that you are hitting and meeting some of the goals that you had set for yourself, some of those resolutions that we talked about before. I hope that you are working your plan. Today, we are going to continue our conversation. This is the first show of 2024 for Sofa Chats. I have had my first show of 2024, and T-Wade had his first show, as have some of the other hosts on the Trailblazers Radio Network, had their first shows of 2024. So we are the last ones to get in on this incredible year and start it with a bang. So we're going to finish the conversation about setting your goals, how to get your goals set, how to get yourself going and prosper this year. What are your goals? How are you going to 
create a plan, stick to the plan and make it work? Do you need to change something? Do you need to, you know, rework your, hold on one second. That's my dad, y'all. Hello. <laughs> hey, I'm on my radio show, but yes, I will be going in the morning. <laughs> All right. I'll see you in the morning. Love you. Bye. Listen, you got to take dad's call. When dad call you, you got to take that call. Okay. Every Thursday morning, me and my dad spend some time together. So that was him just checking in. Are we still hooking up tomorrow? Yes, we are. So yeah. So, you know, real life here. This is what happens. This is real life. We keep it 100 on sofa chat conversations. Listen. And um, so I, I did need to have his, um, his thing. Um, hold on. Okay. Oh no, wait, you, 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 I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know what 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 just happened. <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't know what just happened. It literally like just no, me. don't do that. Why does it keep doing that? Why does it keep doing that? We are having some technical difficulties right now, and I apologize. But um, so we're gonna leave that over there. I don't know what's going on with it, but we're gonna. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> oh my goodness, we're having some technical difficulties right now. Give me a second. Let me see what can we put on real quick just to get this going. No, we played them last week. Oh my goodness. Oh, I haven't played. Okay, we're gonna play this real quick. <laughs> Keys and ignition. Turn them. Engine roaring.
All right, y'all. I think we got it situated. I think we got everything back under control. I don't quite know what happened, why that kept happening, but it's okay because, you know, we're just going to keep it going. We're going to keep it rolling. It's all right. Um, so thank you guys for hanging in there with me as we work through the technical difficulties because we are doing this on the fly. You know what I mean? Like this is real stuff happening in real time. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes some things happen, but thank you. Thank you for not going anywhere while I fix that out. So he was just listening to Toon Leaf, the Rambler, his song, Ride It and Rollin'. Um, I just wanted to play a little bit of that while I tried to situate and get things fixed. And we did. We got it fixed. So we're just waiting on T-Wade. But he'll, he'll be in in just a second. So like I said, um, continuing the conversation on this, since this is our Sofa Chat Conversations first show of the 2024 year, we will continue our conversation. This will be the last of the conversation probably. I, you know, I don't know, maybe we'll touch back in in a couple of months or something, maybe every quarter and see how you guys are doing with your goals. I saw something the other day on uh, one of my girlfriend's um, page. Y'all can check her out. Her name is Doc Boz. Um, or some of you may know her as Brenda's child. No, Brenda's child. I'm trying to spell it so that y'all know who to go and look up. Um, she was saying how a lot, like we were saying, around this time of year, there's all of these different New Year's resolutions, which comes with all of these people trying to say, hey, this is what you need to do. Here's your top five things to be successful. Here's your top four things to make sure that you're consistent. Here's your top 15 things to make sure that you do first thing in the morning before your feet hit the bed. And she was like, listen, everybody cannot function like that. So don't feel bad if you feel overwhelmed by 10 things that you got to do first thing in the morning every day in order to quote unquote be successful or 10 things that every successful person does to, to start their day. Or here's the top five things that you need to do every single day as soon as you open your eyes type of thing. Don't if those saying those things or reading that, like you want to be successful, you want to you want to do consistency, you want to make 2024 the best year that you've ever had. But the thought of implementing five things today that you're going to have to do starting tomorrow every single morning is like, whoa, that's just too much. I, I don't want to add five new things to my already overfilled plate. She said, start with one. And this is what my therapist has been telling me, because my brain says, I want to lose five pounds a week. I know what to do to lose five pounds a week or one pound a day. I know what I need to do to do it. And so I need to do X, Y, and Z. I need to walk this much. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do that. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, you know, your brain doesn't work like that, right? You know that you need to do one thing, pick one thing, get that down packed to where you can do that without even thinking about it, then implement something else. And I'm like, no, that's going to take too long. I don't want to do that. I want to just do it all right away. And then what happens? I get overwhelmed. I do it maybe for a couple of days. Then something happens that, you know, distracts me. I miss it for a couple of days. Now I'm not even thinking about doing it. And guess what? So now I'm mad. I'm depressed. And now I don't even want to do it anymore. And it just becomes a habit 
And then we feel defeated. We feel depressed. We feel like we failed. We feel like we can't do anything right. We feel like we're never going to meet, meet our goals. We're never going to get, you know, to that better life that we believe that we deserve. We can see it. We can envision the big house. We can envision our bills being paid on time. We can envision living this great life, leaving a legacy for our kids and, you know, doing all of that stuff. Buying mom the dream house. We can envision all of that stuff. But we're like, I can't. I'm never going to get there because I can't be consistent. I can't do these things that somebody on TikTok said that I'm supposed to be able to do if I want to be successful because he said, this is what all the successful people do. Well, how do you know that that's what all the successful people do? Number one, because he said it. You don't even know who he is. Like, we don't even know who he is. His name might say Dr. So-and-so, but do you even know if he's a doctor? Maybe he just put that on there so people will listen to him. How do we know that these are the things that the top successful people do? They do these seven things every day. How do we know that? Right. And even if they do, we don't know how long they took to be able to get to a place where they do these things on a regular, consistent basis, because not everybody is made the same. And we have to stop preaching this one size fits all to everybody. like, well, if so and so can do this, you should be able to do it. No, that's not necessarily true because so and so's brain may not function the same way that my brain works. So-and-so might be able to do A, B, and C easily. I can't do A or C, but I can do B. And that doesn't make me a failure. That doesn't make you a failure. It means that you work differently. Your brain works differently. You need to do things in a way that works for you so that you can be successful and so that you can take those little um, successes and snowball them and build them and build them and build them till you get to the big, the big success. Like, okay. So before COVID happened, I was on this, I was losing weight. I got myself to where at first it was, I was out of breath walking to the end of my street. We were the fourth house on the street. So we're kind of like, it's an uphill. Okay. You got to go up a little bit of a street to get to our house. Then you got to turn onto our street. Then you got to go past this little, the parking lot for the church. And it's one, two, three, four houses, right? So we're not quite in the middle of the hill, but we're a good ways up the hill. So if I walk to the store, which is like down the four, four, four houses, past the parking lot, turn right, go down a little bit of that street, take another left, past the park, just a little bit of a park. And then the store is right there. It's a, my husband, my son, they could probably walk that walk in like five minutes tops flat. Me, it takes me like 15 minutes. No lie. It takes me like 15 minutes. And I felt, I feel bad that it takes me 15 minutes to make that walk. You know, it's like, it should not take me. When I'm walking with them. I'm like, y'all are just dragging me because I'm trying to keep up with you. And don't let me and my husband be holding hands because I'm like, dude, you know I don't walk that fast. So then if we're not holding hands, he's like 50 miles ahead of me because he's into his phone and he's doing his thing and he don't realize I'm way back here somewhere because I can't walk that fast. My knees don't walk that fast. But guess what? That doesn't matter. What matters is, is that I'm out walking, right? So don't feel bad because you can't keep up with somebody else's pace. Be happy that you're out doing something. That's what we're supposed to focus on. You are out doing something. Put a new spin on it. Be positive about 
what you are doing instead of focusing on what you're the perceived notion of what you should be doing is what I'm what I'm saying. Who says that you have to make that walk in five minutes just because somebody else can walk at a faster pace than you? Who says that you have to walk at that pace? If you're not as active as most people, it's understandable that you can't walk at their pace. But it's also a good thing that you are getting out there and doing something. So long story short, I got myself to where I could walk that walk. I don't know if it was five minutes, but I could walk it faster. So I would take our dog out for a walk. And my goal was to walk him three times a day. That was my goal. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. So my goal was to walk the dogs three times a day. I would get up. I'll say, okay, well, I'm going to walk them in the morning. I'm going to take them out in the afternoon. I'm going to take them out at night. That was my goal. So hubby and my son said, you're not walking them dogs at night. Because at that time, there was like, we had like wolves and stuff. We were seeing all of these weird things. So they're like, you're not walking the dogs at night. So I'm like, okay. So that's down to two times a day. So what I did was I took my afternoon walk and I made it a super long walk. I built myself up to where... I could walk down our hill or go up the hill because, like I said, we're somewhere in the middle. So either I go down and around, then when I come back, I got to go uphill or I start up and then when I come back, I come down. I got myself to where I would go down the hill, around that park, up that street, a couple of streets over and come back down. That's maybe 1,500 steps. I don't know, something like that. It was like maybe 2,000 steps because if I did that three times a day, my goal was 6,000 steps. So my goal was to do that three times a day and get my 6,000 steps in. I got myself to where not only could I do that, but I could go down our street, around the park, up, up like three or four blocks up, <clears throat> come back down. I could do lots of things. I was walking like an hour. I'd be gone up the big, the, this big hill. If you're from Springfield, I live over by Maple Street. So y'all know how big and tall that Maple Street Hill is. But it took me time to get there. It took me from being able not to walk to the corner of my street to being able to walk to the corner of my street, being able to walk to the next corner and come back without having to stop. Because yeah, I could get to the corner, but then turn around and come back. I'd be halfway up the hill and be like, okay, okay. And the dogs be looking at me like, can we go home? It's okay if things take you a little bit longer. Everybody is not on the same path. You do not have to keep up with everybody else, but you do have to start. You can't win a race. You can't be in the race if you're sitting on the sidelines. You can't keep saying what you want to do, but you never put your foot in the game. You, you're never going to win the game doing that. You know? What do you think, babe? I, I I agree with that last point. I don't know what the conversation is because I just tuned in, but I do agree with that point. You can't win the race if you're not in the race. There's just you don't even have a stake in the race. Like you just you're a bystander watching. You're a bystander, exactly. You're so a bystander. I, I, we we we've been talking about goals and setting goals and keeping up with your goals. And since this was our first show of 2024, I figured we'd wrap it up here on our show. So I was speaking more of one of my, um, Brenda's child had made a, a post on, I think it was on her Facebook page where she was saying how a lot of these, this is the time of year where all these gurus and people who supposedly know all of this stuff come out and tell you, 
you know, in order to be successful, you need to do this. This is what the top successful people do. So here's the top six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 12, 15 things that you need to add into your day or do the first thing in the morning in order to be successful. And for a lot of people, seeing five, six, seven things that I need to add to my plate can be overwhelming. And it's okay to start with one. It's okay to start with, like we were talking about getting healthy. It's okay to, you know, cut one thing out at a time. Like you said, your doctor was telling you, it's okay to cut, I'm gonna cut soda out this week. It's okay to say, I'm gonna stop doing fast food this week. And then next week, I'm gonna stop doing something else. And next week, I'm gonna stop doing something else. You don't have to, you know, cut it all out at one time. No, it's like a shock to the system when you do that. I mean, and sometimes and in some situations you can, you can knock it all out at one time. But there are those moments where it's like, okay, I need to take this slow. This ain't something I can just even, for example, even which is, I mean, might be a bad example, but even like with smoking, they tend to say, you know, it, you know, it's not just a drop it and you're done type deal. Sometimes like you got to put on that patch or whatever. Um, but some people don't have to do that. It, it it depends on who you are and what the situation is, what you're trying to cut loose. Um, so, yeah, I mean, some things you can just drop it like it's hot. Other, th other things, you know, you know, take it one step at a time. Some people, and like you said, some some situations call for you to drop it right now today. You cannot do it again, or you're gonna die, or it's gonna be dire, you know. And but and some people struggle with that. If that's not the way your mind or your body works, it can be hard to do it, even if you know it's detrimental. Like after I had my heart attack, you would think you had a heart attack, it's time to get healthy. It mm -hmm. was still hard for me to do that. It was still hard for me to like cut out. I got better, but it wasn't as easy like i didn't think i was as big as i was it wasn't until i started losing weight and i could see the side-by-side -side pictures that i was like when did i get that big like well i remember like you <laughs> i remember you were like why didn't you tell me i was that big i'm like <laughs> first of all it's a catch-22 question because there ain't <laughs> no way I'm gonna say anything negative. Two, I loved, I love you regardless. Uh, you know how you were. It wasn't a physical thing. It wasn't. It wasn't like I'm good. I like my ladies like you is. So it's all good, you know. But that was a catch twenty two. You tried to catch me out there with that one. You know? <laughs> Why didn't you tell me I was that big? And you was holding up the pants. You know how you get those ads where people hold up their pants. You did that a couple of times. I'm like, oh my goodness. But then again, you know what? I didn't realize either. And I was in the game of, you know, I was in the, the the game of play too, where like I didn't notice how much there was like until like I started wrapping my arms around you and everything. I was like, whoa, whoa, okay. That's what's up. Like you did your thing. You worked hard and you did your thing. It was a progression, and it's not going to be something that's always easy and quick to do. Sometimes it's going to take a couple of minutes. So, right. you know, I personally was proud of you, even though you tried to catch 22 me. I was very proud of you. I was glad of what, you, you know, you stuck to your guns and you did what you had to do. And, you know, you, you're about to get ready to do some more stuff. So, like, I'm all for you. I'm all for you, you know. But do it in those rate of speed that you need to do it in you know what i mean right right, right. 
actually doing it. It's in and in, in where we're going through the whole, like I just posted something today. Um, it was, I don't know if it was Cat Williams. It was somebody who posted, uh, it was like a funny video. It was like, I haven't worked out in 20 years. And it was like, let me do this. It, how hard could it be? Or how bad could it be? And then they're like, oh my God, I'm dying. So of course I had to make that like a funny video for me to redo because I'm about to embark next month on this new weight loss journey. Well, actually I'm starting on Monday is my official, like I told Tony, any sweets, any candy, any bad stuff that I have. Sunday is my last day. I told my son this morning when he was up here, he was like looking at eyeballing my little sweet drawer because in the middle of the night, that's when I crave sweets. I can go all day long without having a piece of candy and I am 100% fine. But because I have insomnia, because I can't sleep, because my can't, I, I feel like a rotisserie. I told my, my therapist, I feel like a rotisserie, like a chicken on a, on a spigot. Like I'm turning from my back to my left side, to my right side, to my stomach, and then back. From this side to this side to this side and then back. I just feel like I do that all night long. And then I get too hot. So then I sit up and I'm like, oh, oh. And then I got to drink some juice. And then I lay back down. Then I got to get back up because now I got to go to the bathroom because I've taken like five sips of juice all night long. So this is my nightly routine. So that's when my cravings start to kick in because it's like, well, what else can we do? We want to turn our TV on because hubby's sleeping. He got to get up at four o'clock in the morning. So what are we going to do? We're going to play on our phone, we, you know, but um, I was saying all that to say we're starting this, we're starting this journey over. So, which means I must've had a setback and it's okay. Sometimes we have setbacks. Nobody is perfect. Even mm -mm. people that you see that are successful, if you ever had a chance to sat, sit down and talk to somebody who you think is successful, they'll tell you, I fell many a times. This was not an easy road that was just hit with doors opening, doors opening, doors opening. This business was successful. Like there's times I knocked on the doors and people, the lights was on, they was in their party and they was like, nobody's home. Like everything isn't always roses and peaches and and you just got to keep going. It's okay to have a setback. Don't let that setback turn into a standstill. Like, don't get so defeated because you fell that you're like, well, I'm just going to sit here now. I can't do nothing. I, I, I fell, so I'm just going to sit here in the mud and I'm not going to get back up. No, get back up. It's okay. We all fall. Get back up and keep going. Dust yourself off. And if you don't have anybody, and, and this is where I was saying at the beginning, maybe you need to change your circle. Because if everybody in your circle is just looking at you on the ground and being like, well, oops, I guess you fell. Maybe you shouldn't have been doing, you know, like, like nobody is trying to help you get up or nobody's encouraging you to get up. And everybody in your circle just has negative things to say about what it is that you're trying to do. Like if you just have negative Nancy's around you, you need, you need a new circle. You need a new circle of influence. You need people that are going to encourage you, that are going to help you figure out your path. Like sometimes accountability partners, people, people who are successful have those type of people in their lives. Like they have people who help them that get up and be like, you have a meeting at 10 o'clock. You have this. You're like, they're not doing all of this stuff by themselves. So why do we feel like we have to? Like they got people that are like, you got this to do your meeting. They got people who scheduled it. They don't even know what they're doing. People tell them what to do all day long. Like they don't, they're not even in control of their life. People are telling them, oh yeah, you got a meeting, you got this, you got that. Then you got to go to the gym. Then you got a doctor's appointment. Like stop. 
you are not a failure because you had a setback. We all have them. We all fall. We all stumble. Babies do it all day long. What do you do? Pick the baby up and you tell the baby, come on, that's okay. Let's try again. You do the same thing. Here's a flip side to that. If you're going to also be that person that needs to have those circle of people around you to pick you up, you have to be able to also be willing to allow people to do what they need to do to support you. And that can be a hard thing sometimes. But like, it, for example, if you're not supposed to eat hamburgers, and I see you getting ready to cook a hamburger. And I tell you, yo, you're not supposed to be eating those hamburgers. You got to put the hamburger back. Let's do something different. And you give me attitude because I told you you couldn't have your hamburger. Because now you're you're like a, a pit bull that's been told they can't have their toy and you're taking your toy away. That becomes a problem because then those people that are there that want to help help you you know make it through that tough point now they don't want to do it because it's like well shoot do what you want to do then if, if yeah i'm just trying to help if you don't want my help that's fine just say so well i'm not gonna sit here and let you snap you know snap my neck because i'm trying to help you when i have a habit sometimes of being in that boat where there's things i know i'm not supposed to do or things that i know i should do and you know i might be told that's not the way you do that. It's not what you're supposed to be doing. And I'll get upset about it. You know, I, like my reaction is like, listen, I'm going to do what I want to do. You can't tell me what to do, <laughs> you know, and that makes a person not want to help you when you're like that. So at some point you got to be like, look, I got you. Thank you for your help. And you're right. Let me do what I need to do. I know you're just trying to help out. But you can't make it hard for the people that are in that circle either. It, like you said, it, it can be hard. You have to get to a point where you are, which is why going back to like previous discussions, you have to want to change. Nobody can want to change more than you. Like you like to say when dealing with, with artists, I can't want your success more than you want it. Mm -hmm. I can't want whatever it is. Nobody can want it for you. They can help mm -hmm. you with it but they can't want it for you. And if you're doing something that you don't, if you have a goal that you really don't want to do, you're going to fight every step along the way. You're going to fight, fight, fight. Cause I really want to eat a hamburger. And I know my doctor said ground beef is going to kill me, but guess what? I don't care. And I know I told you every time you see me eating a hamburger to say something, but I need you to shut up, you know? And people, like you said, they, they going to be like, well, listen, I mean, let me just start planning your, funeral then because obviously you don't care so i'm gonna stop talking to you i'm gonna stop helping you and it'll be what it be so you have to want it you have to want the goal that you set before yourself don't just you know willy-nilly set these goals and then not really work for them because every year then you're setting the same goal and, and i'm i'm guilty of this like i say consistency is a killer for me this is my goal every single year and it's because I bite off, I take too big of a bite and I can't chew it. So I spit it out or I swallow it and get sick, but I haven't processed it. So 
I'm learning this year to, it's okay to take small steps. It's okay to, like I was, I was saying about that plan, dream it, build it, make the plan, and then break the plan down into bite-sized chunks for you and be realistic about what it is you want. Be realistic about what it is that you can do that you can add to what is already on your plate. Maybe there's some things in your life that you can stop doing so that you can start doing more things that are going to move you towards your goals. Like, I don't know, you want to work out. So do you, can you cut an hour of TV so you can work out for an hour? Do you absolutely have to watch this show? Cause you're like, I ain't got no time to work out, but you sitting on the couch watching TV. Mm, you got time to work out. Just what's the priority watching this show or working out? Well, sometimes you know? it's, sometimes it tends to be also procrastination on things like, you know, it, it's, it's sometimes it's procrastination. Sometimes it's let me make an excuse, you know, because I really don't want to do this right now. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna do it later. So you start lying to yourself and others. I'm gonna do it later. I got this. I got. Oh. No, I'll do that every now and then. Like, um, say I come home from work. Now I work ten hours a day. So when I get home, yeah, I do want to decompress. But if I I could be at work and it's like, okay, there's this song I gotta get done. There's a song I need to do this song. So when I get home, I'm gonna get up in the man cave. I'm gonna do this song. So I'll get home. But then I'm tired from working 10 hours and I'm finally home where I can rest or be at rest. So now I'm like, okay, well, just let me rest for a minute. I'm just going to chill. Next thing you know, it's okay. Let me just watch this cartoon or, you know, this anime or let me watch this series that I'm watching on, you know, one of my show, one of my show, or let me watch some, some football that I missed, you know, I'll just watch it for an hour. And the hour becomes an hour and a half, two hours. Now I'm tired. Now it's like, okay, I've been sitting here. I really don't want to get up. You know, so next thing you know, I'm telling myself, well, the song will get done tomorrow. <laughs> you know, until I work 10 hours tomorrow. Then it's, you know, it becomes a cycle. So we got to stop with the excuses. We got to stop with the procrastination as well. Because procrastination is something that kills a lot of dreams. A lot of dreams. Oh yeah. And, and, and also, um, hold on things that, that I can't spell that keep us from moving forward, you know? So for me, it's social media. Now I'm on social media a lot, but I'm also working. I'm also connecting with people. I'm not just, you know, just ha ha. I'm just on social media just to be You're on social media a lot. I am on social media a lot, but I'm doing, if people look at my content, they know that I'm posting. You're I'm on social media things, a lot. Connecting to people. I am doing things. I am running three businesses. I am running Diamond Star. I have Diamond Butterfly Boutique. I'm an author. You know, I'm, I, there's a lot of things that I am doing that I'm responsible for. Which you be online a lot. Yeah, you don't be online at all. That's why people don't know you exist. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I have to like the other day. I had I had a goal. I the, the, I had the baby, but she was sleep. 
So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to get up and I'm going to get on the computer and she's in the bed with me, her little bassinet's in there. So I'm like, why she sleep? She's, I'm going to get two hours or however long she sleep for, I'm going to work on my book. Checked a couple of things that I need. I needed to post on one of the brands that I do makeup for. I'm the PR manager for. So I had to make a post on there. I had to post the video because Facebook keeps turning the sound off. So I had to find the right video to get the right. I had to, just a couple of things I had to do. Mm. Next thing I know, two hours later, the baby's waking up. And I'm like, what? What happened? What? Where'd my time go? And I'm like, oh. Yeah, you, you watched that video, you watched that video, you shared that cooking video, you did this. Like, yeah. I get into food videos, and listen, that's a rabbit hole that I very rarely can come out of once I find a couple of cooking, but it's not a priority. Like, that's not adding anything to my goal list. Watching cooking videos are fun. They help because I'm a cook. It's what I love to do. But right now, my goal is to get this book done. Right now, I need to be reaching out to the models so I can get their pictures taken so we can get book three put out. Like there's things that I need to be doing. And I'm going to be the first one to say it. I mean, sometimes when I get on social, after I've done what I'm supposed to do, those videos, they know what they're doing. Whoever has the algorithm set up to know what it is that you like, because if the content was coming through that it was stuff that didn't interest you, you may be able to put your phone away. You know what yeah. I mean? If it was a bunch yeah. of people yelling and screaming at each other, I'd be like, I don't want to see this. And I can put my phone down. But they know what you like by, you know, after one day of you liking certain things, how long you stare at this video, did you comment on it? Did you heart it? Did it, you know, they know what you like. So they send you more of that content to keep you focused. So there, there's supposed to be an app out there where you can limit, like it'll shut down your social media apps or whatever after so long like i want to do facebook for two hours today and after two hours you won't be able to do facebook until the next day i gotta find that app if anybody knows what that app is let me know let me know if you know what that app is so that i can so i can use it because i i need it and what you know i could also just um uh oh um on your phone you could turn off your notifications so that you don't see or hear the bings and the this and the that. So if you put your phone down and you walk away and you know, you I do get to writing, Facebook won't be binging, 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 binging. And then my mind is going crazy. Like, see who that is, see what that is. See, you gotta figure out what your triggers are. Figure out what your triggers are. Figure out what it is that keeps you from getting your goals accomplished every day. What is it that you have set to do today? And why can't you do it? And mm -hmm. be with yourself about that and then come up with a plan to fix it you know we don't we don't want to do that part when we don't want to be honest with ourselves it's never our fault it's you know it's always somebody else's fault it's never our fault you know we don't we don't want to do we don't want to do that and if we do when we come up with a plan we definitely don't want to work that i don't want to do some app that's going to turn off my social media what if it's important now does the idea of setting alarms for things work for you? It setting alarms, like you know, my I have alarms that go off on my phone all day long. They become background noise. My therapist tells me this all the time. She's like, "Why don't you set an alarm that will say time to write, or you know, shut off?" So I'm like, "Do you know 
how many times, like I'm talking to her on video and my phone's binging, binging. I'm like, I don't pay attention to, I got a thing that tells me when to drink, one to tell me when to take my medicine, one to tell me when to walk the dogs. It's time to eat. It's time to have your shake. It's like my whole life. I, it's like my own little personal PDA, you know, personal, it's, it's my, I have a PA right here. Tells me what to do all day long and I totally ignore it. You know, if I got doctor's appointments, my phone is binging all day day long. So I've got to figure out, I got to figure out something else. I need like an accountability, accountability partner or somebody that can be like, Hey Kai, when's the last time you had something to drink today? You know, or Hey Kai, you said you wanted to write for an hour today. I'm going to give you 15 minutes, get ready. And then I'm going to start the timer. You know what I mean? Like I need something outside of the binging on the phone because I've gotten to a point where I just don't pay the bings any attention. Like even for the important stuff, take your meds. I just don't, I don't pay any attention. So I can be honest enough to say, I, I need something else. I've got to figure something else out because the alarms are not working. I don't know what that thing is yet, but hopefully I'll figure it out soon because there's goals that I want to get going. And I know for me, once I've done things, it takes me a minute to get into the rhythm, but once I'm in the rhythm, I'm good. I'm on it. Once I'm in that rhythm, I'm good. Just don't let me stop the rhythm. <laughs> mm. Don't let me stop it. They say it takes, what did you say, like 28 days to create a habit, but it only takes like two, one or two days to break it. So, you know, once you start it, that's why you see, like we were talking with, with Jenny today, um, get up in the rain. If you if you got to go for a walk, wrap yourself up and go. Like she said, spirit said, get up there and go. Put them boots on and go. Because if you stop, you may not be, you know, you might break that habit and your mind the next day might be like, yeah, we don't want to go today either. Then the next thing you know, is three, four days and you haven't gone for your walk that you were doing faithfully. That's why you'll see people out there running in the snow and running in the rain and running in all types of weather because they want to keep up that consistency. And that's, that's my issue is consistency. So mm. I've got to figure out once I got it, I got it, but it's getting myself to where I got it. Yeah, see, because I know that if I set myself up, like I'm like you, I I will ignore alarms. Even the ones that tell me I got to get up for work. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll be, I'm not great with them either. I'm not even going to fake the funk. I'm not going to try to lie about it. I don't like painting like i'll turn them off and be like especially in the morning i'm like okay well i got another i could probably use another 15 minutes to lay in here you know mm -hmm. you know and i risk falling back to sleep doing that but at the same time you know and then i got like my wife telling me babe it's starting to get up you gotta get up and she won't just do it once she won't just do it twice. She'll do it three times. It's, I mean, she's a good wife. <laughs> when, when it's happening, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I just want to lay here. I know I got to get up, but I'm not moving. You know, and again, it's that accountability thing, and it's that thing where you have that circle of helpers, but then when they go to help you, it's like, cut it off. 
You know, I know I gotta get up. I know how much you know. I know how much time I got left. I don't need you to tell me. You know. And sometimes I'll do that on purpose. Like if I know I got, I know I can play. I have fifteen minutes I can play with. Then I'll play with that fifteen minutes. Because I'm a punctual kind of guy. So when when I have somewhere to be, I'm normally there on time. Ooh, excuse me. It's that thing where. If I'm not there on time, my nerves tweak. Like, <laughs> like I get into this thing where it's like, oh my goodness, I hate being late. It's not something I like to do. So if I have that 15 minutes to play with, I'll play with it. And I will get up when I'm supposed to. But I have that 15 minutes. And every now and then I'll be like, I'm just going to take it to the brim because I really can't get up right now. Right to the edge of the cliff. Right. Right to the edge of the cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Right to the edge. And I'm I I I am the complete opposite. I used to be on time. I used to be early. I used to be able to function on three hours of sleep and get up and keep it going and move. And now I am like late Nancy everywhere. Like he'll be like, babe, we're leaving at 9 15. He'll come in 9 15. I'm still fixing my face. Babe, we're supposed to be leaving right now. Okay. I just need five more minutes. I'm almost done. 9 30. Babe, we got to go now. And I'm like, oh. and then when she finally makes her way to the door, she puts her stuff on the table <laughs> and goes to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Ever three more things that I forgot as I'm going through my course. Oh, I left my phone. Oh, I don't have my charger. Oh, I, where, where's my gloves? Every time it is. Or we get all charger. the way. Or we get all the way down to the car. After all of that, and I'm thinking, okay, we're re we're ready to go. Wait, where's my phone? <laughs> we, like, <laughs> I'm like, babe, really? Now, see, this is where. We struggle because I like being punctual. I can't stand being late. It eats at my bone marrow. But my wife. I don't like sends, being late. I do not like being late. I you don't. just don't have a problem with it. <laughs> because half the time, depending on the place we're going, I will play with the time. Oh, now you're going to play with your 15 minutes too? <laughs> yeah, depending on where we're going, because we could be going someplace, it'll say doors open at 9. Tony want to be there at 10 of 9. And I'd be like, ain't nobody showing up until 10.30. I don't care. I'm going to be there at 9. So then we sit around for the first hour and a half looking at each other like... That's okay, because nobody can say we're late. Nobody here. And I'm like, I don't want to sit here in an empty club just looking. I mean, we, we do get a table. You know, because a lot of these clubs have like two tables. So we get a, you know, we get a table. We get to get the drink before everybody's in there. We get to get the food when it's nice and fresh. So, I mean, there are perks to it. There are perks. We've gotten into places because they thought it was part of the setup. Just because yeah. we got there early. If you're earlier on time, if you're on time, you're late. That's how I roll. And I got a wife who's like the complete opposite of that. So, we bump heads on a regular with that one because I'm not the complete opposite. I just oh, you are. You're not. I'm you're not. not a, um, you're not an on time person. Guys do not understand. Oh, here we go. They want us to be all made up. Like he likes me when here I'm we made go. up. I he do. Likes me when I'm all made up, he likes me when I'm all dressed. Like all a dude got to do is put his pants on, put his shirt on, put his hat on, put his shoes on, spritz some stuff, maybe 
brush his teeth and he's done. That take him like five minutes. He tell you, I get dressed in five minutes. Okay, now you're ready. It took you five minutes. I give you 15 minutes tops. If you could, even if he came home and had to change it, 15 minutes, half an hour, I'll give you a half an hour tops on your, and that's like pushing it. It never takes him a half an hour to get dressed and get ready to go anywhere. Unless because my stuff is set in advance. Not all the time. Stop Most it. of the time. I know what I want to wear. I know what Stop I want to wear. Stop it. You Stop know it. this is true. I for know work, what I want to wear. For work, you take your stuff out for work. But if we're going so where you don't always have your clothes out, and unless you're taking a shower first or something like that, it, it he 15 minutes he's, he's dressed. Ladies, we all know it don't take us 15 minutes to get ready, even if you're not a makeup person. Okay, so here's so here's the question. So here's the question. If uh, how long does it take you to get ready? It depends on what I'm doing. On the average, how long do you think it takes you? We're going out to a club. How long does it take you to do your hair fade and get two dressed? Hours. Two, two hours. hours? Okay, two so hours. how about you start two hours before we're supposed to leave? Matter of fact, how about you start two and a half, three hours before we're supposed to start? That and way. How many times in that two and a half, three hours do you come, babe, 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 babe? babe or my phone rings or somebody wants something or something else happens like see none of that stuff happens with guys you know what i mean like guys don't have to go the the woman is the one that everybody's calling that everybody wants something from that the man is like babe have you if. seen my do you know where my can can you check this out for me while i'm sitting here trying to get ready can you look at this for me can you can you figure no, out no. Where it's very room? rare that you have to stop what you're doing if i walk in that room and you're doing something on your face you don't stop you talk to me while you're doing your face my thing is okay if you know it's going to take you a while and you know what time because i'll tell you like twice we're leaving at such and such a time so you know this already you know before you get started and you'll be like okay i'm gonna go get ready okay so i'm like we're gonna be on time but but you take excessive time. You don't, don't you don't go, time. okay, well, let's say, let's say you don't, you don't start when you possibly could. And because you don't start when you possibly could, and things may come up, you don't see, so you don't prep for those things that may come up either. So I don't always know what may come here's the up. thing. If, if, here's the thing for all y'all that don't know my wifey, if, it's supposed to take us, for example, 30 minutes to get somewhere. It's going to take 30 minutes to get there. She will leave 30 minutes before we're supposed to be there. Period. That's right. If it takes, if it takes 15 minutes, oh, I'm going to leave 15 minutes. You know, we, no, I will give, I give myself a little bit of extra. No, time. you don't. No, you don't. I've been 15 years. Yes, no, sir. you don't. It is my yes, sir. Because I used to be Earl when we when we lived in Virginia. I was not late. Stop it. When we lived in Virginia, I was never late for work. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I didn't say I work. I, I never work. said work. I never said work. It's everything else. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you got to start paying me to go places. <laughs> there it is. I think what's going to end up happening is is I'm going to be frustrated waiting up front. Went because I honestly thought we was gonna be late for the wedding, 
And if I, if something, God forbid, happens to you and I got to bury you, you're probably going to be late for that, too. It's like you, you at the end of the day, you prep ahead. If I know it's going to take me 20 minutes to get to a spot, I'm going to leave 20 minutes. If it's going to take me 20 minutes, I'll leave 25 minutes earlier. Or not 25 minutes early, but I'll leave. It's going to take me 20 minutes, so I'll leave 25 minutes. If I can't, but I'm going to get there. Right now, see, that's excessive. But then again, not if it's a half hour. It take you 20 minutes to get to work, and you leave, like, at 6.30. You got to be to work at 7.30. You leave this house at 6.30, and it only takes you 10 minutes to get to work the way you drive. Oh, see, now you're just going to put out my stuff there for the police to listen to now, right? Okay, listen. Listen, here's here's the thing. If I go, if my thing is this, okay, if I got to be to work, say, for example, 7.30, and I leave here at 6.30, one, it allots me time to get gas if I need it, because sometimes I don't remember whether or not I'm going to need it in the morning, so I may have to stop. It was that pre-planning, pre-planning. Right, right, right. Two, what it does is if there is anything going on that's going to hinder me being on time, I've left earlier. So I can still make it on time based on what it is that I got to deal with. I hit the highway, so there may be an accident and traffic may be clogged. But when you don't give yourself that type of time, now you're stuck, now you're late. And I don't do late. So again, that's why I leave an hour early. You know, I leave an hour, an hour before I have to start. Then not only that, but I like to soak in my atmosphere. I may need to go to the bathroom. I may need to get some ice for my drink. I may need to grab something from the vending machine. I may need to, it, it could be anything. So I allot myself that time. And then I still punch in 15 minutes before my allotted time. If I'm supposed to punch in at 7.30. Now they're watching you. They're going to watch you. They're going to see you say that. They know. But they but see, they love the fact I'm always there on time. And my thing is this. If I decide to be, I got to be there at 7.30, I try not to get there any later than 5 past 7. And I punch in at quarter past 7, which for the new people that or people that don't know time, that's seven fifteen. I'll punch <laughs> in at seven fifteen. I'll punch in at seven fifteen, and then I'm ready for work at at seven thirty. I'm working. I'm not punching in. I'm working. And then you get people that come in after me, and they need their their stations and their machines and everything. I'm already working. You know what I mean? I like punctuality. It's it's what I do. And I have a wife that doesn't. Honestly, not that I, as I don't, I am not purposefully trying to be late. I am doing my best. I am always, like, it is always in the back of my mind. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Gotta be on time. Gotta be on time. We gotta leave by this time. Hurry up, hurry up. I'm always doing, trying. I just, not always. I rarely, I will say rarely, because I am not all. There are some times when I'm standing there dressed and you're not ready. That does That's not rare. That's that rare. rare. I just said it's rare. It's very rare. It's very <laughs> rare. It's, it, but it does happen. And I think those it's are the times where I'm going to be late. So he's like, well, I'm just going to take my time and get ready. And then I'd be standing there and I'd be like, well, are you ready? And he'd be like, I was waiting for you. And I'm like, I'm standing here with my coat on, my backpack on, my shoes are on. I'm just, what do you think I'm doing? 
but yeah, I, I, I don't do it on purpose. I, I do be trying, like it is in my head. Like I just, I guess procrastinate. Like we were talking about procrastination earlier. Like I just, sometimes I will put off, I'm doing so many other things that it's like, okay, okay we're leaving at six. You need to start getting ready by three so you can be ready by 5.30. So all of those last minute things that come up, you gave yourself a half an hour grace period. And then I end up not starting until 4.30 or Here's 5. The thing. To get ready Here's the thing. For somebody who's late, for somebody who's late, I can read you like clockwork. <laughs> like, I know, like, I'll go into the room and before I hit the room, I know that you're probably not ready or that you haven't started. But I go just to let you know we're going to be leaving at a particular time again. But then when I get to the door, what are you doing? You're on your phone, <laughs> not talking. You're on your phone and you are watching videos or you're doing something. So in my head, I'm like, she ain't even started yet. We got to leave in a half hour. She ain't even started yet. I'm looking at your face. No makeup. I'm looking at your hair. She hasn't done it yet. It's still wrapped. I'm looking at your body. It's half dressed. We leave in a half hour. So now I'm like, okay, I can't sit there and say, well, babe, why are you on your phone and we're leaving in a half hour? Because now I'm frustrated. So if I say it, it comes out wrong. And there's no nice way to say it. So I'm like, I don't say nothing. I walk away, but I'm like, Okay, we're gonna be late again. <laughs> we're gonna be late yeah. again. I, oh, see, that's that rabbit hole that I tell you. When I go down, and half the time, my intention is not even to be on my phone, especially if we're going to an event, because I want my phone at a hundred percent. Because my phone dies so easy, because I got like five thousand pictures and videos in there from all these events that we go to. So I'd be like, keep the phone plugged in, don't touch it, don't. And then it'll bing. And then my brain be like, see what it is, see what it is, see what it is, see what it is. See, and then see, see. all the little blue lights that pop up. Y'all know when you get on Facebook, <laughs> you check your timeline and you got all them little blue lights. I have to check them all. You I don't have, have to. to check them I all. I do. That's like the OCD in me. I have to check. And then it's terrible because once you've gone through them all and you refresh, there's like 30 more. Because you don't commented and then somebody else has commented or you're trying to get through and you comment on one person's or you reply to somebody's comment and then now they reply. So now it bumps you back to the top of the timeline. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just this, it's it's never ending. And I'm just like, oh that's why that's why when you were going somewhere, you don't touch your phone. You just do what you're supposed to do. Why even touch the phone? Because after all this time, you know what the routine is. Because you just sat here and said it. So you know what the routine is. I know. But you fall out of the route. You, you, you die right into that same routine. Listen, every single time. It's, it's, it's my chaotic routine. <laughs> and this is why consistency is hard for me. It's your objective to say, okay. How can I get on my husband's nerves tonight? Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to be late by 10 minutes. And then we're going to say, well, ain't nobody else there. But then we'll be complaining that, well, you need to train people to be on time. 
when they, you know, these people need to, they're going to have an event. They need to train their people to be on time. That way they'll come on time. And I'm like looking at you because I'm like, okay, well, you just use that as an excuse for why you didn't necessarily need to be on time because nobody else is there. Like, I can't, that's a bane of my existence. I hate being late for anything. Check it out. I'm so, I'm, it's so much of a bane of my existence that if I pull up the work, if something does happen and I'm pulling up the work 10 minutes late, I'm turning around and coming home. <laughs> you want to go to work. Like, I'm going to lose a whole day's pay because I'm 10 minutes late. What? I hate, there was an accident on the road, Kai. I'm like 15. I'm going to be 15 minutes late for work. Guess what? I'm just going to. I'm just gonna clock out. I'm not even gonna clock in. I'm just gonna go home. What? What? Listen, if I know, if I know, if the car don't want to start right and it don't start by the time I know I'm supposed to be gone, if I know I'm supposed to leave at six thirty, and it is now seven o'clock and there's something wrong with the car to where it wasn't pulling, starting over, but it does turn over at seven, I'm still staying home because I'm not gonna be late. It's not what I do. <laughs> That's not what I do. I don't do late because guess what? They're gonna take time from me anyway for being late. So I'm not gonna even bother. They're not gonna right. take a whole day's pay from you. They wouldn't, but here's the thing. I know, see, I look at the whole picture, so I know when I get there, if I'm late, now they're not gonna have a station for me. So I'm gonna have to stand around all day, or make or they're gonna try to put me in other areas that I'm not able to work in or don't want to work in it's it's going to be one of those things where i'm stuck now like okay well if you had been on time you would have had your station <laughs> if you had been on time you would add what you needed your supplies and everything else but you weren't on time so we gave what would have been yours to somebody else and now you're butt out and, this and you gotta stand I'm around all day to work i'm always on time to work i've never been a late person to work i always show up early and even stay a little bit late to make sure everything is 100 percent at work i'm always on time to work always 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 but you know those other things like you know i say they need to train people to be on time but they've trained they're training me to be late like i i don't want to be the only person sitting in the club for two hours or there be a packed crowd early people and they still want to start two hours late like i don't want to do that People listen up really well. Listen, my wife, <laughs> will know that we're running late. I could tell her we have reservations for seven o'clock. It'll be seven forty-five. I'll be like, no, babe, and it. and it takes a half hour to get there. Like now my that's wife, over. stop it. If we had reservations somewhere, I would be on time. Right. That's an exaggeration by five minutes only. That's a five-minute exaggeration on my part. Otherwise, it's a five-minute exaggeration. <laughs> my, my wife is the queen of late, I tell you. I, I can't even say that because there's plenty of people out there later than her. For us, we've seen it. I do try. I do try. I don't just like... I do. I do try. I just... I don't know. I, I'm, it goes back to that. I got to figure it out. You know, maybe leave my phone in the bedroom. But then my brain says, well, what if something happens? Like, you know, I don't know. Social media has gotten us. The, those people who have brains like me, they really, really are in our brains. Like, 
the world is going to end and my phone won't be next to me. And I don't even have my phone next to me all day long. So it's like, there's certain things, like if I'm doing my makeup, I need to have my phone next to me because I'm usually using one of the brands that I PR for. So I have to be able to take pictures and I'm, and sometimes that's what, you know, makes me take a, maybe I was like, Oh, I, I could do, I'm going to do my makeup. So I might as well go live and knock my live out while I'm getting ready, which makes my makeup application process take longer, or I'm going to take pictures or I'm going to take a video while I'm doing my makeup, which makes my makeup application take longer than it normally would. But yeah, but I'm not doing it on purpose. Like my goal is not to be late. Like I'm not like sitting, sitting there like, oh, I don't care. Like I am well aware of the time and seeing the numbers tick by and being like, okay, I got an hour. I can do this. Oh my goodness. You know I have funny? 10 minutes. You know what's funny? What you know what's funny? I watched you do a challenge and it, <laughs> you got that. You got your makeup done in an hour's time. Less than that. It has, actually, I think you did it in like 45 minutes, 40 no, minutes. You had, you had yourself, you had it, you had it done. I'm sitting in the cut thinking to myself, why can't you do that when we have to go out? <laughs> but it wasn't a, it wasn't a detailed look. Like I could I do give you, quick. I, you get, you get two and a half hours before we have to leave and you're still late. They give you a challenge on Facebook and you get it done in 45 minutes. I'm like, where? It's a challenge. Oh, it's a challenge, like, all right. It's a challenge. a challenge when I got a. It's a challenge for me to sit by and wait for you to get ready. But you married me, so I did. I you did. And what was that book that it said? Oh my goodness! Here we go. Said, I can't remember <laughs> how it went, but it was like, if you can't fix it, figure out if you can live with it. <laughs> I've been living with it. I've been living with it. It's truth. I have to see. And that's my saving grace. I sit at the table and I wait for you and think about how much I love you <laughs> and how gorgeous you look. And I leave it there because there's nothing else that I can say that changes the fact that we just went through this process again. Like I just, you know, so it is what it is. I have to take my wife for what she is, which is every now and then she's a late bird. It, it is what it is. It is what it more is. Than every now and then. I, I am more more than every now and then. He's being gracious with that. I am. I and I and I do try. I just sidetrack. I do. I get side. I have that squirrel brain. Yeah. My, my my therapist gets. She laughs every time I say it, but I'm like I'm like the dog. Or, you know, they're outside, they're running around like, oh, squirrel. And they go running off or the birds and they go taking off. That's my brain. That's how my brain functions. That's an ADHD brain. That's like, I'm always, I'm always on the, and I'm not physically always on the go because my body won't allow me to physically always be on the go, but my brain's always going. I'm sitting here, I'm using my hands, my legs are shaking. Like I'm always doing something like my mind. I my plate is always completely full, and I'm always throwing more on it because. And then I'm frustrated because I have too much to do, but I don't want to take anything off my plate because I need to feel needed, and I need to feel part of whatever. That's you know we, I've come to that understanding. I need to feel part of, of whatever's going on. Like I 
And I like, I like to feel, and that's not, I won't say I need to, I like to feel needed. I'd like to be needed. I like to help. I'm a people person. I like to help. I like to be there for other people and give a lending hand, but I don't always take care of myself. So I said this year, I just said it today. This is my year to finally say me. I'm going to take my bubble baths and I'm going to play my music and I'm going to work on my books. Wait, and I'm going to take time for wait, me. Wait, can we but, do a New Year's resolution that says you're going to be on time this year? Can we do that? <laughs> Can we do that well, one? We've never done that one. We might now. want to try to do that one. We've never actually done that one. Maybe if I I try, if I start taking care of myself, you know, I will I will be able to figure out some things and you know, I will be more at ease, I will be more relaxed, I will be more woosad, I won't have an overly full plate with so much stuff, you know, on it. You know, I'll be better organized. My, I could better organize my time. You know, look at it. Yeah. I started thinking, well, you know, I bought her all these makeup palettes. And maybe I just bought one too many because she doesn't know which one to use. So she spends all that time trying to figure it out. Maybe <laughs> I do that's do that sometimes. See, see, yeah. I'm, I'm not even in the room to see that, and I know. I do that. I do because I have. There's so many that I want to use, and then because I do PR, I feel like I always should use the brands that I PR for. But like, there's seven days in a week, so I don't always have to use the, the brands that I PR for. So, and I have like so like all of those shelves are full of different makeup things and they're all beautiful and plus i'm part of this group where they gift you things if you win certain things so i've also gotten stuff from them so yeah it becomes a choice like what look do you want to do which palette do you want to use to create this look that's number one so i you know i what i'm what i'm, I'm going to start doing this for some other things too like he says he gets his clothes out the day before i usually get my have an idea of what i'm wearing the day before so i need to start also Figuring out, okay, so this is the outfit that we're wearing. What makeup look are we doing? Because usually I don't figure out the makeup look until I walk into the room. That's when I'm like, okay, I need, I'm wearing a blue dress. So I need a blue blue eye look for black skin. And then I get all of these white skins that come up. And I'm like, no, I said black skin look. I'm going to look for, you know, and I'm doing that. So that takes like 15 minutes to do that. And then I got it. Okay. Now what palette has this stuff? And so that's probably my first half hour. Yeah. And, and, then, when, and then when I mentioned that you're running late, then you're like, I know, like I'm irritating you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm the one sitting waiting, but I'm irritating you because I'm reminding you we're supposed to be you're leaving. You're reminding me of what you already know. Like, why are you telling me I'm late? I already know I'm late. I don't need you to tell me I'm late. I'm doing it with hopes that one day it'll 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 actually hit the right way and you'll grab it and run with it. But it hasn't happened yet in 15 years, so I, I don't know. Listen, stop saying 15 years because I was not late the whole 15 years. We were together. Now, stop it. And, and now the stop fact it. that now the fact that you had. And now with the fact that you've here. had a beauty room that you can use, <laughs> now 
it's 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 just you've got choices, you've got space, you've got your phone. It's a bad mix. It's just a bad mix. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna work. On I know it. you are. I, I know you are. I know, and I've got you. I got you all day. Um, I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna work on it. <laughs> Consistency and not being late. I'm gonna work on it. Oh, and me time. Definitely me you time. time. Yeah, yeah. Do some you time. You need you time. What, what you gonna work on? What you gonna work on? What am I gonna work on this year? I'm gonna work on my procrastination. I'm gonna work on because I do procrastinate. Um, I'm gonna work on making sure Diamond Star. You know, I put more effort in. To what I need to do on my end of Diamond Star. I'm going to make sure I get my books done this year. I'm going to make sure I get my album done, my second album. I'm going to make sure I get that done. Wait, wait, wait. What was the first one? Oh, see, you got jokes. Okay. Well, here's the here's, here's thing. I'm like, wait, did I miss you releasing the album? Hold on. I Hold did on. release. I did say it was, we had a release party. You released but, a single. You released a single. You didn't release a whole album. I was supposed to. I it, it, it was so supposed to happen. Like album if you didn't put out a first one. I tell you what. I tell you what I'm going to do. I am going to make an album worth of songs because I have all the songs. I just have to make them now. And I'm going to take the songs I have and I'm going to add those songs, including the one I released. And I'm going to. Make to like a 20-track album. There you go. <laughs> It worked for Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, and Prince, so I'm good. What did they call those? Like a, a double, a double, double-sided album? You'd have like the, the you'd have CDA and CDB. Those were those double-sided. Those were hot. We used to get those were those those juicy ones. They had everything. Yes. And there's promotion in my music because my music that I'm writing now is nothing like the music that I wrote the first time around. So. There will be a progression, so I'm gonna work on that. I want to do everything I can. We were supposed to have dropped some singles since the last time Tony was on here, which was two weeks ago when he was on my show. Not this past Monday, but the Monday before that, I think he was on my show. And Monica was like, "Drop some singles, Tony." We were supposed to have dropped us at least one single. I thought we need to drop at least one single a week, something like one every. Because I week. have that type of music. Yeah. Where we can drop it, and yet and still, but that's okay because I'm going hard. I'm going hard with the music I have now. I have to be honest. I have at least ten tracks that need to be. I need to finish writing, and I need to record. On top of those, I'm going to take the other ones. I'm going to not redo them, but I'm going to perfect them. And add them to that album. I'm gonna release all of that. I am so, so that's released because I need to focus. I'm finding out that I can't with all the hats that I wear, I can't always focus on the two major things that I love to do, which is writing my books and my music. I can't focus on them at the same time. One has to take a back seat while the other one gets shine. So if I get the music done then I can work on the books or I can stop working on the music and do the books. Mm. But 
I'm not one that can separate because I'll get up there and I'll turn on my computer so that I can, you know, get into my books. And I do like you do with the phone, with your makeup and everything. And next thing you know, I see you doing the music. I see a site. Yeah, what you do with the music, I or what you do with your makeup, I do with music. So I might see a, a thing for music, or I might see where somebody sent me a track to listen to. Next thing you know, I'm listening to music. And then I might find one or two I like. Next thing you know, I'm trying to write to those. So the book doesn't, I never get to the book. And my book has been, you know, both books have been, they've taken a backseat to my music. So I have to finish one in order to do the other. So it's, and shoot, I remember I just finished telling somebody, I read where there was a rock band. It wasn't Aerosmith, it was somebody else. But they had, they got signed. And when they got signed, dude said they had to do an album. They had one to two weeks to do an album. Which I'm like, wow, that's a lot of writing. That's that's kind of crazy. But that's what they did. You know, granted, you can have multiple writers, but still, they yeah, had to you, get it. You still got to learn the songs. You still got to perfect yeah. the songs. And yeah, they and they had, but they had, a, oh, they had, they had a short period of time to get those songs to get an album recorded. Yeah. So not just, I mean, now we're not talking like stage ready or or concert ready but just to just to record the album they had a week to do that and i'm like that's crazy and they did it but i'm like okay so they, but with to, me but I, that's when they would, be back when they would have been there until like three four o'clock in the morning yeah which i wouldn't mind doing if i'm getting work done when it comes to music i don't know that i could do that with my books like i wouldn't want to be working into the midnight hours working on a book when i started in the morning <laughs> I don't think my, you know, eagerness to get the book done would be that. I don't think our eyes could. Working on music is different than, yeah, it is. than writing because your eyes looking at the screen for 12 hours would be like, I can't see. Right. But I think that, that those are things I have to work on this year. There are things I have to get done because I need those two books done and I need my music done. Because I'm going to keep adding because I know there's something I'm working for when it comes to the music. So I'm going to keep doing music thinking I got to get an album and instead of, okay, the album's done. Because once the album's done, then I'm like, okay, I really don't have to look for any more music because the album, I just did the album. So I can <laughs> chill. But as long as it's not done, done, and it's not out there, I'm going to keep adding. Yeah, we what we need to do is we need to go over the the, the 20, 30 something tracks that you do have. The yeah. probably 15 of them that you've either fully recorded or started recording and figure out which ones are, are done, which ones need to be updated, which ones need to be finished being recorded, which ones, you know, what about these tracks need to be written. Re all we need to figure all that stuff out. Well, what's going to be on this album? What's not? And then after we figure that out, you need to stop looking at music and just we're finished work on getting these recorded and done. Yeah, because it, it's, but again, there's an excitement to the music because for me, like I'm changing my style a little bit. I'm changing my groove a little bit um, with this new music I'm doing. So it, 
is different. There is a difference in the music. So I'm excited about that, which is why I keep looking for tracks. Cause it's like, I mean, shoot, Michael would write, even Quincy Jones said that he did it. Like Michael did like 20 songs and then Quincy's like, okay, now we go through them and find out which nine songs we want out of the 20 that you did. But right. he did 20 tracks, you know what I mean? And I used to say that to the, to the artists we were dealing with. It's like, bring the songs to me that you have. We will siphon through and see what we're going to put on the album. Michael and Prince had vaults of music because right. they didn't put everything they made on the album they were making. You know, they made an abundance of songs. So I'm no different. I'm in the same class. I had to take the same class as Michael Jackson and Prince. There you That's go. what I'm talking about. I am go. an artist. Yes. So I'll work Listen. it. But those are some of my things. I got to work on being patient, being a little more patient this year. I got to work on how I address certain things. Uh, there's things I got a lot to work on this year. But this is the year. Is the year change? So I, I so. want to be, and, and and I don't say that to say that I'm unhappy. So don't nobody ask me to blink twice if I need help or anything. I'm not saying I'm unhappy. I'm saying I want to really be happy. Like I want to, because of my background, because of the things that I've been through, and anyone who's who's been through some things can can understand what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Is you may not always really know that you're happy. Like you may have this mindset in your head of what happiness is supposed to feel like and what it's supposed to look like. And because you've always been here with you, with your childhood and all of the things that you've gone through, it's kind of kept you here. And you are like, I wish I could be here. And you might be somewhere in the middle. So you might actually be happy, but because all your life you've been attaining to get to this you know, like, this is what happiness is. I'm happy when I get here. And maybe you're not quite there, but maybe that's not really happiness. Like, maybe that's, you know, like, people think I got to have the girl with the super, super snatched waist and the big boobs and the big butt and the super long straight hair. And that's the dime piece. But then they end up with this girl who's, you know, she wears a size 14 and she's got short hair and she could cook her behind off and she treats you like a king. And you're like, but I thought, that this was happiness. And now I found out that this is happiness, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm working it out with my therapist. Like I really want to understand me, work through my past, work through all of that baggage and kind of unload all of that stuff so that I can get out of my own way. I think a lot of stuff, sometimes I'm in my own way with some things and people, you know, we, we've all, we all have some notches. We all have some hurts. We all have some things that we need to unpack that might be hindering us from being the best version of ourselves, might be keeping you locked in fear, locked in doubt, waiting for that proverbial other shoe to drop. So you never fully go all the way in. Cause you're like, no, I'm not giving you all of me. Cause I know one day you're going to walk out on me, you know, or you got one foot in and one foot out. Cause like, listen, I'm gonna leave before they can leave me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes you just gotta unpack everything. Be true with yourself. Be honest with yourself and unpack things. And I just so do I you have a concept as to what it is that happiness is for you? No. At all? Like you don't you know, know? Like, you know, like for me, it was the complete opposite of what I was going through. So, you know, mm. 
he loves me. He's not hitting me. He's not cheating on me. You know, that was kind of like, you know, yay, you know, get, get married. He wants to marry me. Yay. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, well, he, he asked me to marry him, but then I did tell him he only had two years or I was leaving. So, you know, he, he understood that. <laughs> I told him I was moving out of state. If you didn't want to move out of state, you couldn't be with me. He, he understood that. Okay. We, we don't, we don't verbally attack each other. I mean, we don't physically attack each other. We don't verbally attack each other either when we, when we argue. We've, we've all been there. Listen, let's let's keep it 100%. We've all been there. But we we don't physically fight. So I don't have to worry about that. He hasn't cheated on me. There's no girls that have come out of the woodwork saying anything. Like, I've been through other things. So, you know, those three things, four things, we haven't gone through any of that. You know? So, Yay! But there's more to happiness than just that. You know what I mean? And and then when I say happiness, I don't just mean with, with my husband. I mean, happiness with me as well. Because if you're not happy with you when inside of yourself, how can you truly be happy with anything else that you do? You know what I mean? It's like people trying to find happiness through their partner, trying to make their partner make them happy because they're truly not happy. Or trying to people find happiness in food. People find happiness in sex. People find happiness in, you know, going out and being the center of attention. And they they find happiness or attention or fill a void on, with outside things because they're not truly happy inside. They're not 100% happy or in love with themselves. And I want to get to that part to where I can heal that little girl, that teenage girl, that 20-something-year-old girl that went through all this crap throughout her life. And get her healed, because once I get her healed, then Kai can love Kai. And then once Kai loves Kai, and once Kai's happy with Kai, then, yeah, the whole rest of the world opens up totally different. But if you don't love yourself and, you know, you, like, I can give you grace. I can give everybody else grace. I can forgive and forget and do all of this other stuff for everybody else. And well, why can't I do that for me? You know? So... That's our own worst critic, and we beat ourselves up more so than anybody else could. Um, when that happens, I just finished telling somebody that it's like we're our own worst critic, and we know this. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah, it's a, pro- are, are a little bit worse with it. You know, some of us yeah. are a little bit worse with it based on the things that we were taught, you know, like if you're taught you, you ain't nothing, ain't never going to be nothing. Nobody's ever going to love you. You ain't going to be, you know what I mean? If those are the things that were ingrained in you and a child, then you sometimes, some people go the other way and, and they somehow find that self-confidence to believe that they are all to that and they can do everything and other people struggle with finding that. And so they look for it in, in outside, outside, outside places to fill that void. And I don't want to do that. Like I want to be, I want to be this confident as I was in my twenties and teenage years going through all the crap that I was going through. I was still really confident in myself back then. I want that person. Mm. Like, I don't know what's happened. I think the more stuff that I went through, I went through more things as I got older. I think that's the stuff that really, really beat me down as I got older. Like, wait, I'm an adult. And I'm still going through this crap. That's when I, I think that's when my head finally started saying, oh, everything they said must really be true. Because why are you still dealing with this crap? Why are you still going through the same thing? You know, so I want to get rid of all of that, unpack all of that, heal these little girls and heal that part of me 
And so I can fully embrace me and, you know, love me and be confident in me and, you know, probably be a better singer, a better writer, a better wife, a better mother, a better, you know, friend, better in business, because I truly believe in myself. Like I can give myself the lip service, but I want to like truly, truly believe that I'm all that, you know, and it's not wrong to say it. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with believing that you're all that. It's not conceited. Like, what are we supposed to believe that we're subpar? Mm. Like, don't, don't, you're, you think you're all that? You're so conceited. So, what am I supposed to believe about myself? If I don't think I'm all that and I don't think I deserve the best and I'm not supposed to believe that I'm worthy of, then am I supposed to believe that, um, you know, like, what am I supposed to believe? Good point. Very good point. Very good point. I'm not shoot. I'm not there either. Like I ain't. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. Like I'm not trying to see myself as something that I'm not. Like I just. I don't. Like I don't feel like um. Like there are areas like when you talk to when you talk as as far as say my books. Like okay, nobody can tell me about anything about my books per se, because I feel like I'm pretty good. Could I be better? Yes. But I feel like I'm really good at writing. I think is what I do. So I never down talk my writing ability. Um, I love writing. I love making books. I love diving into that, you know, a whole world that I've created, you know? Oh, excuse me. But music is a whole nother issue <laughs> because music. I tend to, I don't tend to hear what everybody else hears. And what I hear when I'm writing my music is fascinating. But when I'm putting it down or when I record, then I start to doubt that I gave it my best or I start to think, well, this could have been better, you know. So I, in some areas I, I you know, I'm all that other areas uh, could be better. <laughs> you know, this is this is like the one thing that I take from mm. Pharaoh. Not that, and I, and I say I don't. I say that just as, like as a joke. But there's one. The one thing that Pharaoh said. We were. I don't know where we were. Pharaoh Bacon. He's a local <laughs> artist here. Um, he said. I, I was saying something about myself. I don't know if I was comparing myself to other artists and saying they were better than me or I felt inadequate. And he was like, girl, if you don't stop that, he was like, I will never, ever, ever say that an artist is better than me. We all are in our own lane. Can somebody hit a note that I can't hit? Yeah. Does that make them better than me? Or does that just make us different? Some people do riffs and some people don't. Do people who can't do riffs, does that mean they can't sing? Because somebody, everybody doesn't sing the same. Everybody doesn't dance the same. Everybody doesn't dress the same. Everybody doesn't look the That's same. Fact. Everybody doesn't cook the same. You know what I mean? We're all different. Like, it kills me watching these cooking videos and people getting in their comments. That's not how you make it. You're supposed to use this and then you're supposed to use this. No, that's how you make it. Maybe that's how your mama made it. But that doesn't mean that there's one recipe. And the only way that this dish is supposed to be made is the way you grew up having it. Like, even if it's a cultural thing, even if, you know, 
you go down to, you know, the, the islands and they make a particular dish a particular way. If you go into like 30 houses, I'm quite sure there's a, a, a different ingredient or a different way that they mix it or a different order. Like, stop. <laughs> you know, stop. You are no better than somebody else. Your dish, the way you make it, the way you sing, the way you dance, the way you do your makeup, the way you do your hair. We are all unique creatures. What a boring place this world would be if we all looked, talked, walked, acted, everything exactly the same. So I say that to say, you are the ish. And you got to tell yourself you the ish. Because uh -oh. if you don't believe you the ish, why should anybody else? If you don't think you worthy, why should anybody else? If you don't think you're handsome, why should anybody else? If you don't think you're cute, why should anybody else? If there are things that you know about yourself that you want to improve, then go ahead and work on them. Go ahead, by all means. If you want to be a better cook and you know, like me, I, I had to figure out how to make rice. I'm culinary trained and I still mess up rice. I've got it figured out now, but I still have my days where I mess it up. I'm not you know, a hundred percent. Nobody is a hundred percent at everything. Like You know, like the only time you mess up rice is when <laughs> it goes all the way back to the beginning of the conversation. You get preoccupied and you start doing 50 other things and you forget the rice. That's the only time you mess up rice. That's why I put it in the oven now to finish because it don't burn in the oven. It's just steaming. But I have burnt plenty of, plenty of meal coming in, coming in this room and cooking and be like, yeah, I just got 15 minutes. And I think 15 minutes is so long. And then I ha and I can smell it burning, but I'm so into what I'm doing that I can't stop. <laughs> it's crazy. It's it crazy. is. It is. And I think you need to set a timer for that too. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna probably have this A-L-E-X-A tell me. I pro that's probably what I'll do because I'll probably listen to her. You know, I'll tell her to set an alarm. Put it up and let it say, let it say, Kai, your food is burning. Kai, your right. food is burning. <laughs> and just for the record, y'all, I'm not saying that she's always burning food because she's not. Like, I'm blessed beyond compare because I have a wife that throws down in the kitchen. And I know countless of other people who say the same thing about her cooking. So... Like she went to culinary school and within like two months, she had put 20 pounds on my stomach with her desserts alone. This is desserts. But this woman cooks. Not only does she cook, but you know, there's three of us in the house and she cooked for 20. So I don't go hungry. You know what I mean? But she throws this year is to learn how to cook for four. I'm gonna learn how to cook for four. So he has something to take to work the next day. I always <laughs> have something to take for work to work. But she she throws down in the kitchen, so I can't complain. I can't complain. Yeah. Yeah. But we're gonna go. I know we did start late, but we are still gonna go because he still has to get up at four o'clock in the morning. I gotta go to bed. Five, yeah. Something like that. He's gotta get up for work. So we still are going to stop the show tonight at 10. And it, like I said, it was our first show of 2024. And we did continue our conversation about setting goals. And we, we really didn't go off a topic because everything that we kind of talked about was about setting your goals, how to keep your goals, 
being honest with yourself about your weaknesses and it's okay to be weak. It's okay to fall. Just get back up. All of that stuff. We kind of stayed on topic today. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Wherever we went to the left, it was still on topic. It was still but in that's the book. What we do. We just kind of that's what we do. We branch off and it can still, it's still exciting. Like we don't start off talking about, yes. We don't start off talking about car bombs and then end up talking about chocolate candy. Like we don't, you know what I mean? Or talking about how paper is made. Not a show gonna get flagged. You don't said car bombs. Not a show gonna get flagged. Well, <laughs> you don't man. have the FBI be like, what are they talking about in there? <laughs> it's starting. We need to have a show on that. It's starting to get ridiculous. The things you can and cannot say anymore. The things oh my that, goodness. Things oh that my aren't goodness. mentionable. I'm still trying. I'm still trying to get with that undead thing or that unalive. Unalive. unalive, I meant. Sorry, see, I'm still trying to get with it. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just trying. Like it's a whole new language. Yeah. Whole and the English language is hard enough to learn already. (laughs) With all us needing to, you know. Oh my goodness. New language, but listen. Trailblazers Radio, that is the platform that we are on. If you are watching us on on our Facebook page or if you're watching us on YouTube, we got Trailblazers Radio, we got Diamond Star Entertainment, and we got my page, Diamond Butterfly. All three platforms are live right now. We thank you for watching. We are here every Tuesday. I'm sorry, every Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Wednesday. Eight to 10, either T-Way to the point or sofa chats, and then Monday at 11 is me behind the eye of Kai. This is where you can find us. And Trailblazers Radio also has other shows, other hosts that go live throughout the week on different days as well. So make sure that you go over to Trailblazers Radio. Matter of fact, I'm going to pop up something from them so you can see how it is spelled. Make sure that you go to Trailblazers Radio on Facebook and on TikTok and on Instagram and on YouTube and follow, like, all of their pages follow us we will see you next week yes we will talk to you there keep it safe keep it wonderful love you guys love you